0: In store for you. And to be a part of that, he invites you to join him on his journey and to follow him wherever he might be going. And so the theme for today is adventures in faith to chase. So, what are you chasing? When you do the rat race, what's your cheese? And why do they keep my mood? <laughs> When you get home for a long day at work and you put your head in the pillow at night and you lay down and you say to yourself that, that silent prayer, God, if only this. What would that be for you? What are you chasing? What do you want? In our text for today from Ephesians chapter 3, the Apostle Paul shares his prayer for the church, for that church in Ephesus. Um, it's a church in modern-day Turkey, and Paul writes a letter to them. And he essentially he says this, if you pray for one thing, pray for this. If you're chasing after one thing in your life, if there's one thing you're looking after, you're running for, and you want so desperately, Paul says, chase after this. And that's his prayer, the church in Ephesus. So, what we're going to do is we're going to read the entire section, the entire text, and then we're going to go back to it and walk through it verse by verse. Paul writes this, Ephesians chapter 3, starting at verse 14 For this reason, I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord, how wide, how long, how high, how deep is the love of Christ. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Now to him, who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen, amen. This is the word of our Lord. And so we'll jump back into the first verse there. Ephesians chapter three, verse 14, when Paul writes, for this reason, I kneel before the Father, which is an odd place to start because you're going, What reason? I don't even know what he's talking about. And so, to know the reason, you have to jump back a few verses earlier in chapter 3. In chapter 3 in Ephesians, Paul writes to the church in Ephesus, and he lets them know that he is writing from jail. Is it? And the reason he's in prison. Is because he's sharing the good news of jesus christ that jesus christ died and rose that he fulfilled the law that he sacrificed himself for your sin and for mine and he's not only just telling jewish people his own people but he's telling all people including gentiles which is the reason he's in jail and then he goes on to say the reason it's so important the reason that he's praying is because he wants you to know something extremely extremely valuable He goes on to say this in verse 15. From whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. It's an interesting phrase. It doesn't make much sense in English. In Greek, it makes more sense. The Apostle Paul wrote in in Greek, and so uh, in Greek it says the word for family is patria, and the word for father is pater, pater, P-A-T-E-R. And so when you read it in the original Greek, the word, the word play becomes really clear. Those two words are linguistically very closely related. And he's saying, I am kneeling before the potter from whom every patria in heaven on earth derives its name. It's kind of a cute, word, little word play. But I communicate something bigger. You are part of the Patria, the family of your heavenly potter, father. And Paul's praying this. He's saying the one thing I'm praying for you, the main thing, the cheese in your life, the one thing I want you to be chasing after, and I'm praying that you're chasing after is this. That you might know how incredible, that you might know the length, the width, the depth, the height of the Father's love. Paul's in prison. There are lots of different things that you can be praying for. This prayer is this. That you might know the Father's love for you. This is one of our core needs. Every child has a core need to know that his or her father loves, respects, and cherishes them. Can you imagine the impact in this world if every single kid in the entire world knew that their father, that their dad loved them, honored, respected, and cherished them? Can you imagine the worldwide impact if every single kid knew, knew that? There would be no more war, it'd be done. It would be like no really i'm good i'm secure don't need to fight you i'm good <laughs> it's a corny it's a need that each and every one of us has deep in our hearts generally typically sons need to know that their dads love them and respect them and generally typically not always of course but daughters need to know that their dads love cherish them. It's life-changing. It's life-changing. And all of us have those wounds. And we all have them because we all had dads who were not perfect. I have them, my kids have them, we all have them. And we'll do crazy things to try to fix that wound. Uh, Sometimes people rebel Kids will rebel, and they'll do crazy stuff. I want nothing to do with this family. I'm going off over here in the deep end, right? They'll do that side of it. Or they'll just kind of say, I want nothing to do with this family here. I'm done, right? They'll just walk away. Sometimes kids grow up, and they work super hard to be successful and excel, and they'll try to earn that that dad's love and respect and cherish, and and sometimes it works, and sometimes it doesn't. And sometimes girls will grow up and they'll try to find that love that they need from from their father and they'll try to find it in another man or men. We all have that wound. And sometimes that wound runs deep. And that's why this is the Apostle Paul's number one prayer, the church. That's why it's As your pastor, my number one prayer for you. My number one prayer for you is not those daily bread items. You know, uh, sickness and job stuff and family stuff. That's all important. It's good stuff. Those are what daily bread items. It's stuff in life we kind of need. We often go in prayer to God with, probably most of our prayers are like that, daily bread stuff. Job, family, work, all that sort of stuff. That's important. But my number one prayer for you is this. That you would know. That you would know in every fiber of your being, your Heavenly Father's incredible love for you. paul continues that theme in verse 16 ephesians 3 verse 16 he writes these words i pray that out of the father's glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being so that christ may dwell in your hearts through faith god wants you to know his love for you so much that he shares a part of himself with you, uh, his spirit. It's why Jesus says to his disciples, I have to leave, after he says to his disciples, I have to leave, and God's going to send someone even better, the counselor. And that person will live in you. And that's a gift that God gives to you through baptism. We read these great words in Acts chapter 2. Peter says, it's his first sermon, he says, repent and be baptized every single one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins and you will receive the gift, the Holy Spirit, this promise is for you and your little children, for all the Lord our God will call. It's a gift that God gives to you so that you might know that you are part of the family, that you belong, that you're valued, that you're loved, that you're honored, that you're respected that you're cherished. And as if that wasn't enough, Jesus gives another reminder. He shares with us himself. He shares with us that reminder of the Father's love and the Lord's Supper. Where we receive his body and his blood for you. In essence, the, the Lord's Supper is like a mini-memorial day every time we receive it. It's a reminder of sacrifice given. Of the love shared the victory given because the Father loves you so much. I love you guys. Can't have my kid. God the Father sent his son Jesus because he loves you so much. He said, I was willing to sacrifice my greatest love, because I love all of you that much. That you might know the width and the height, the depth of God's love for you. He continues this, second half of verse 17. And I pray that you, being rooted in love, go back one slide there. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power, together with all the Lord's holy people, to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is love. Christ did you ever play that game maybe it's uh you're on the phone with you know, that special someone or with your kid you know and you say I love you and you go oh no I love you more right oh I love you most right oh no 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 I love you most is right God plays a game and he wins that you might know the width, the length, the height, the depth of God's love for you. And in verse 18 there, I'm sorry, 19. And to know that this love surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. So Paul prays that you might know this love, which is beyond all knowing. And he might live in it every single day. And he concludes with this great, this great conclusion right here, verse twenty. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. So I want to ask you, what are you chasing? What do you want? What are you looking for? What do you pray? God, if only this, and then everything would be so much better. What is it? God invites us to rest in Him. It's hard. <clears throat> It's hard because we go to God with all these requests, these daily bread items, right? Uh, Lord God, I need help with this. Lord, uh, my health is poor in this area. If you can heal me here, that'd be fantastic. Lord, I I need this with my kids, whatever it might be. And sometimes God answers those prayers and says, yes, done, snap, finish," right? And other times God's like, no, not yet, not yet. And it's hard sometimes to trust God. With the big stuff, the core issue stuff, the stuff that we need deep down in our being. And I, I thank God. I thank God that he doesn't answer yes to every single one of my prayers because if he did that, well, I, I'd be fine. I'd be fine. Finance is secure, healthy, kid's good. Yeah, I'm fine, God. Just fine. Don't need to do any more work on me. I'm fine. And God in his mercy invites us to say, you know, sometimes I'm not fine. But sometimes I need help that I can't do for myself. The Lord Jesus, you can. Heavenly Father, you can and so my prayer for you is the same as Paul's prayer to the church in Ephesus that you might know father's awesome love for you that you might know, there is no rat race. And you already have the cheese. That you might know your future is secure. And your value as a child of God is something that no one can take away from you. You can walk away from it if you want to. But God will never disown you. For he cannot disown himself. His spirit lives in you. And so how do you chase something like that? And the answer is you don't, you just rest in it. And sometimes resting's is the hardest part. How many of you cannot relax on vacation? You're like, I feel guilty because I'm not working. I gotta do something, right? How many of you like make vacation a competition? You're like, we're gonna hit every single ride at Disneyland. We're gonna, we're gonna hit them all because <laughs> we're gonna work at this vacation. It's not in our nature to rest. In someone else's love because we felt the need to earn it so many times. And so, how do you chase after the one thing you absolutely need, your core need? And the answer is, you don't. You simply rest in it and remind yourself daily that it's already yours. That you're cherished, you're valued, honored, and respected by the one whose opinion matters most. It's your Creator, your Father, your Savior. Would you pray? Heavenly Father, help me to know in my head and in my heart your incredible love for me. Help me to remember, Lord God, that of all the words that I've heard in the past, maybe words from people who are super important to me, that of all those words, your words are the most. That they work matter the most. Help me to rest in those words. Help me to rest in your promises, Heavenly Father. Help me to love. Help me, help me to know something that's so big and amazing that's not fully knowable. But may I grow in that knowledge every single day. that you have find. That I might live joyfully, securely, hopefully, confidently,